Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Second Take's review of Paranormal Activity. Starring Katie Featherston, Mika Sloat, and written and directed by Oren Pelly. Camera on my girlfriend Katie. She thinks there's something in the house. I don't know. You believe me, right? I think we're gonna have a very interesting time capturing whatever paranormal phenomena is occurring or is not occurring. Windows are locked, doors are locked, alarm is on. Footsteps out. Oh, God. Oh, If you do try to play games with it, that's inviting it in. Jeez, this looks like something big. It's not the house, it's me. You cannot run from this, it will follow you. You're not in control. What's happening to me? Say what the message. If it's not a ghost, what is it? And now, your hosts of Second Take Podcast. Welcome to Second Take Podcast. You scream like that over a spider and I am Zane C. Weber. Well, basically it could be two things. It could be a ghost or could be a demon. And I'm Sebastian. It won't come out unless we're sleeping. I'm Andy Schossler. No, 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 no. Let me see it. And I'm Alex. Hi. Hello. Review I time. <laughs> I, did have, I did have alternate quotes actually for that one prepared. Did any? Did you have my one? No, I didn't. I had. I just want you to know, I'm crying inside, and I need to repaint my toenails. Oh. <laughs> I, I literally like went the one. one that I did because it was the featured actor with like yeah. the second least amount of third least amount of screen time. Yeah. I was like, yeah, take that. He was my favorite. <laughs> All right, paranormal activity. Do you mean parabormal? No. <laughs> No interesting activity scene. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is a Jesus Save story. it for plot and <laughs> um, have anyone Has anyone seen this film before? Yeah. Yes. yes. You know? I saw it when it first came out. For some reason, I saw this and the other two films in this franchise at the cinemas. So I hate horror saw, films, yeah, but I've worked out what occurred here. And it was a real in the time that I was in school and I just don't think I had enough agency and control of my own life and was going to the movies with my friends. So then that is a load of bullshit, Sebastian. (laughs) Because I remember seeing this with you, I think, and with like our friend Nick and some other people. And I was like, why would I do this? And I think it's now because I have more control over my life that I avoid seeing films like this. Um, 
to put this into perspective, we also went for Sebastian's birthday, which he chose. This is a good movie. To see 27 dresses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good movie. Catherine Heigl. Yeah. But don't have enough control over you. The bullshit. <laughs> that was, <laughs> I'm not going to make a lot of excuses. I, that movie is trashy trash. But I don't remember there Take being many back. things on. I remember that being like, well, I guess we're here at 2 p.m. So that's the movie. <laughs> so yeah. we had Sizzler no, that, for lunch. That is what happened. <laughs> 2007 yeah. was a was a mixed blessing of yeah. of, <laughs> of culture. So good what I'm saying is, if uh, we have any underage listeners, uh, don't worry, things get better. Eventually, there's a time in your life where you can just drive away and not go <laughs> and see a movie you don't want to see. You know, you actually have to pay to get into a movie. It's an active choice. <laughs> yeah, but like when you're going along with your friends to do stuff, you don't want to be like, cool, I'll see you guys in three hours while I wait outside patiently while you watch the movie I don't want to see. You just or just don't or, go. Or, or I miss out on a social occasion. Do <laughs> what I did and take your mobile phone that had a shitty cricket game on it <laughs> and play that in the cinema while everyone around you was watching and enjoying the film. 27 That's dresses, a glowing recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Heigl at her, at her height. Right? Seems Probably. like you're doing friendship the wrong way around. Maybe <laughs> around 5'8", five, 5'9", five, I don't know, I'm guessing here. She doesn't seem that tall, but then again, everyone in Hollywood is at least 9 foot tall, uh, except for Tom Cruise, who is an embarrassing 8 foot tall. <laughs> Speaking of tall, <laughs> please. <laughs> Paranormal Activity, budget of 15,000, 1,000 of which went to the two actors mm. collectively. 500 each. Yeah, 500 each. Ha. I'd do it. Worldwide gross, 193 million. Yeah, yeah. they get paid more. Uh, I think I read something about them being re- renegotiating their uh, their contracts. Yeah, or- it, it was. Ne- it's never been disclosed how much they got paid, but basically, after it was such a big yeah. success, the director and the actors were negotiating a bigger payment. Yeah, because I mean, they the- didn't have like contracts saying like I'll yeah. I'll get one percent of the box office because <laughs> there was no no there was no chance that this would be picked up by a major distributor and put into general release and be a major Didn't, worldwide success. Well, Paramount, like, buy it for 350000 Yeah, and bought the yeah. franchise rights yeah. or something, like, yeah. to sequels and stuff, but yeah. yeah. And then it grossed, what, like, $96 million? $193 yeah. million. $193 million. I mean, Blair Witch is $240 million yeah, off, off, off a similar budget. But it was... Yeah. But it, Paramount wanted to remake it. Yeah. So without the actors, they wanted bigger-name actors in it, and remake the whole thing and just put the original as like a DVD extra. So this film is uh. what I'm going to refer to as part of the problem. <laughs> um, where So horror movies went through a period of being expensive, being really cheap, being expensive. And this is one of those ones where it came out being super cheap, making a lot of money. And it kind of pushed on films like The Conjuring and all those uh, Insidious yeah. and stuff that are low budget ones that are kind of like this. And I like freaking all those... <laughs> Facebook-related murder ones, they're done super cheap because they know they can at least make you know thirty million just off teenagers in one country. This was and done they, yeah. super cheap. Those those films all have you know a production budget, a, 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 a proper budget in the millions. They, they make multiple yeah. times their their budget, but they're still considerably bigger budget films than this one was. Yes, exactly. This and was the, the, as cheap as you can get. It was it was shot in the director's home. In his own home. In 10 days. In In 10 10 days on a a domestic uh, digital camera. Whereas you get like films, I don't know, a bad example, like the Avengers with a billion dollar budget and they have to turn (laughs) over two and a half billion internationally 
to make a profit where these guys are going for the other way. Hey, let's just aim for a cool hundred million profit. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll make a film for three and they can walk away with debatably the yeah. same percentage of revenue. Well, yeah. So well, that's the thing, but like there, there are the risk when you're making a big budget blockbuster with Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Hemsworth and Scarlett Johansson. Like those are things that will sell tickets. Yep. It's just a matter of figuring out how many of those things you have to pay for to put in to yeah. get some money out at the end. Or is there literally enough people in the world to help a movie of that budget make a profit? Yeah. The risk with this kind of movie, this low-budget movie, is can you get it to a level and interesting enough that people will latch on and like it? Because well, I can guarantee you there are a lot of $15,000 movies yeah. that are made that we don't know of. Because, because the, the the first boundary, the first wall, is to get it into a theatre at yeah. all. So wait, so $15,000 US, was that the budget for this film, did we say? Yeah. Oh, around about. That was, that, that was the highest. Between 11 and 15. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know we're talking about a 10-year time difference in the release, but Andrew and I have just reviewed a horror comedy called <laughs> Camp Death 3 in 2D that while in Canadian dollars, its budget was $35,000. And... Yeah. The quality difference just in footage alone is incomparable. But yeah, they, but there was a quality to a, a, a shoot quality to that one. They all were also on location. Mm. You know, it wasn't just all inside the house done on a camcorder. Oh, but I was just saying, like the difference in quality yeah. you can get with a twenty thousand dollar difference between them yeah, is, oh, it, is it, incredible. Exa- exactly, exactly. Like they could have made three paranormal <laughs> activities for the same for the money, and you know, it would be fine. Nah, that's old news. You've got to you've got to do the next gag now. Yeah. Harking back to last week, this movie is also included on the same 1001 movies to see before you die. I was shocked. shocked because it's it's not great. Not. What are you it's saying not, about my boy Mika? No, it's not even particularly revolutionary in any way. Like this film doesn't do anything new. No, see, but what this is is It is a phenomenon real. in itself. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. It's yeah. very real. Even in a way that Blair Witch, which is the first breakout found footage film wasn't because Blair Witch was kind of like, oh, what's happening is so much drama, whereas everything in this movie was like about tiny things. Yeah. Like it was a a, like the hint of a shadow or the door moving two inches in and then two inches out. (laughs) And then it was just that escalation and this very familiar place I'm getting into the actual review. I need to, <laughs> we'll, we'll need to stop. I have trivia. Yeah. Go I got some. Y'all ready for this? So the camera used by Mika um, was a Sony HDR FX1, <laughs> which retails for around 3,700 US dollars. Right. And has an average battery life of around two hours. <laughs> Um, this camera also has a limited autofocus <laughs> and is best when manually used by a trained professional. So what I'm saying is he's walking around with it throughout the entire day when it's off the charge. He would need at least three of these batteries on cycle in his life just to keep this camera going and the training of a professional to keep it as well focused as it is. I call bullshit strong, <laughs> not recommend. <laughs> Review over. Yeah, That's done. it. That's Case closed. Review of the Sony HDR <laughs> FX1 camera. Did, um, I, did I miss a meeting? When did when did we get into consumer yep. electronics? I mean, we, um, we never we never have a six hour long span except it's when fun. it's stationary and could just be plugged into the wall. We are watching this as if it is a uh, police 
like have they broken down it for their records so he hasn't done the edit to the tape the police have done the edit and we're watching their record of it and there are yeah, but the, um, what i'm saying the only super long shots are when the camera is stationary and could just be plugged in well, yeah, the, 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 the overnight one is plugged in. Like we even see him yeah. plugging it in. That, 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 that's fine. It's just the amount of like he's literally documenting his entire life with it. And I'm like, mm, boy, nope. So that's it's unrealistic, guys. I want more <laughs> realism from my, from my demon stories, and I'm upset. And um, that was Seb's trivia. Congratulations. Wasn't it debatably helpful? Debatably. <laughs> I think you've gone too far on the other extreme now from being not helpful at all and including no actual relevant details to overshooting the mark and, yeah. and going into detail far more far more than any uh, than is necessary. Didn't you say in this film that he, which is like how much did the camera cost? And he says, I spent half of what I made today on it. Yeah. He's a day labourer. He apparently no, made, not a, day a day, trader. day trader. Oh, okay. Because I was like, yeah, how did you make $4,000, $8,000 today? Day trader. <laughs> Like that's yeah. literally, he stays at home and trades on the stock market. Yeah, I thought he's a laborer. That's why uh, I was like, what are uh-huh. you What are you doing? Drugs. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, <laughs> okay, so he is potential. I think with the, with the house, like he must be they're very well to do because she's a student as well. So he must be bringing in a lot of money I himself. Legitimately, yeah. that was going to be one of my points later on. So let's talk about that later. Um, my trivia is there's no credits, which leads on to my next point of trivia. My wife's best friend, when they when it came out, they went and saw it. She had to convince her best friend that it wasn't actually real. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I suppose that's Which, part of the film's appeal. Like that yeah. that was like a big part of it. Like the the whole like this this is a real found footage. Like mm. there's no credits. There's a whole disclaimer thing making it seem so real. At the very end of but where the credits go though, there is that normal thing of like because they had to put it in legally. It's like yeah, these people are fictitious, and if they resemble anyone you know, or it's a coincidence and no infringement. So, like, they actually have that, like, these are fictional characters thing at the <laughs> end. Who well. reads but, that shit at the end, but but like, no as credits. a teenager? Yeah. There's no credits, but there is yeah. that disclaimer. So, if, if, if your wife's friend had mm. just read one sentence. <laughs> yeah, but, like. Well, so, it's a film. Why on earth would a, would a genuine police case be, you know, put into the theater to entertain? I mean, there's <laughs> literally an entire real crime channel on Foxtel. But that, that's the thing. Like, if you're going on a real trial, none, none of those documentaries have, or whatever have been in the cinema. Or have they? <laughs> I watch a, most movies. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say that. I'm gonna, I watch most movies that get a theatrical release, in Australia at least, yeah. at some point. Mm. So the, the, the ones you miss... There you go. Yep, that's so, the one. Done. Speaking God of, of the gaps. <laughs> if I haven't watched all of them, then I must be wrong. So on, on theatrical exactly. release, I was I was surprised to read in the, of the timeline of this film. This paranormal activity was in competition with Saw Six. Mm. Yeah, and is credited with destroying the franchise. Yeah, but th- there were that many Saw movies by the time this came out. Yeah. I think I think they I mean, were. It's, it's 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 not a big point. It just it just threw me that that was that that was the timeline. Two thousand seven is this one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was two thousand eight. Or maybe no. Last week was two thousand eight. Yeah. Who knows? This week might be twenty nineteen. <laughs> is it not? <laughs> but congratulations, Paranormal Activity, on destroying a useless franchise. Now, if only we had. It, it was in decline for a while. <laughs> exactly right. As is Paranormal Activity, also on its fourth or fifth iteration now. I can't uh, I believe wait the, it's on its fifth. I can't wait to see the camel that breaks that back. Um, I've only seen <laughs> up 
I've only seen up to four, and I will say four is my second favorite. Right. Of I'm not gonna lie. After watching this one, I do want to continue watching the rest of them. Mm. (laughs) Just to see like how much worse it gets. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so so paranormal activity films? How much worse they get? Yeah. I actually remember them being pretty consistent in tone. I've only seen up to number three, so I don't know how bad we get. I think I've only seen up to number three as well. And from what I can remember, the next ones, because of how well it did in the first one had a budget. It's got like so, multi-camera set up too, which I, I yeah, like cool. the well, surveillance around yeah, the home so sort of thing. The second one is the premise is that they've set up security cameras in their house mm. and that's the footage that they're using. Like it, it, they haven't started, they haven't started filming because something weird's happening. I think the next one, or it's number two, and number three is set at Katie's sister's house or something. Or uh, yes, there's, there's one the to do one, with there's the, a family relationship. Yeah. Like, because Katie rocks up at the end of one of them as a demon or whatever, and she abducts their child or something. Yeah, it's all explained yeah. in Paranormal Activity 4, <laughs> where there's like a, a cult back in the 70s and they're opening up a different dimension. It's It gets... Oh, no. 4 is very lore-heavy. This is why I don't want them to do that sequel or prequel to It Follows. I don't want, like, a <laughs> cop opening a portal to hell to be like, that's why there's a sex demon. No, <laughs> no, stop. No. <laughs> He opens the portal through a prostitute. <laughs> it's like, this is my field work. This is my field. <laughs> Are we done with trivia? <sighs> I think so. I am. Movie babies. <laughs> movie babies. If two movies had sex and had a baby. Blair Witch and Drag Me to Hell. Uh, also had Blair Witch and Cloverfield. Yeah, yeah. nice. Andrew? I had Devil for the weird uh, things happening and the escalation in the in the trauma and devil's advocate for the um uh for that sort of slow corruption of mm. of the character that you know everybody else can't see um i had poltergeist for a couple of the scenes where things are moved around but no one was there to witness them like the there's that scene in the kitchen in poltergeist where like they turn around and then suddenly all the chairs are stacked up on the table and yes. stuff um and unfriended Ooh. the one i, oh, I made yeah. before but it's it's one of those Set on Facebook, but really set on like a group chat thing where you're only the entire film is done through webcams of like five or six people, and they're being haunted by this ghost, and it's like right. killing them on camera and stuff. And it's all fixed cam stuff. Terrible film, but visually <laughs> similar. Cool, we did it. Would you- all right, <laughs> tweet nopsis, plot nop sweets, sweet plot nops. Can you get me some of those sweet plot nops? Those delicious <laughs> chocolate coated. Sweet plot knobs. No one speak. Let's see how long this goes for. It'll go forever. (laughs) Um, A movie where a man who does not believe in ghosts and demons spends 80 minutes trying to pick a fight with said ghost or demon and the other six minutes of the movie making fun of a psychic for also believing in ghosts and demons. The movie. Damn it. You you took my route. (laughs) Now I'm going to have to think of something different on the fly. I just wanted to make fun of the fact that Mika's like, it's all bullshit. I'll fight you, demon boy. (laughs) Is it bullshit or are you picking a fight? What's your favorite color? Just I want consistency. Do you believe in it or not? Because you're saying it's made up and also that you'll fist fight him. Like, which one, buddy? There's a a criticism I have of that coming. Mm. When your girl can't let her ex go, hashtag plenty of fish. Oh. Okay, my, my actual one is real or fake, who cares? Hashtag spooky ghost demon thing. <laughs> hey, you didn't do a real, you didn't do a normal Alex one. No, I didn't. 
Look at you. Yeah. Tables are turning. Mm. What demon has invaded the but, studio? <laughs> but you did it. <laughs> I didn't. I just told Mika's story. Also, hashtag that's, that's the girl's name. Um, <laughs> isn't it Micah? It's spelt Micah. He says Mika. But it's the actor's name is the same name. So I'm assuming he just also pronounces his actual name Mika. But it's spelt Micah. Like I work with a Micah. Same spelling. But he says Mika. Kills What's the artist called? Is it Mika or Micah? It's spelled differently. M-I-K-A is Mika. Yeah. Oh, okay. What about Mika Pfeiffer? Michelle is Pfeiffer? It, no, no. Miki. <clears throat> Miki or Mika oh, Pfeiffer? Oh, Nietzsche. 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 No, the You mean Frederick Nietzsche? Yeah. Nietzsche. That's what we call them because we're friends. Oh, Stanley Tucci. But the other one, the one from... um, was the one that looks like Stanley Tucci? Jake Peralta. No. <laughs> the one that looks like Stanley Tucci. Oh, that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Stanley yeah. Tucci looks like Stanley Tucci. No, there's another actor. Or maybe you're thinking of Rip Torn. No, no, no. This guy doesn't have a beard. Um, <laughs> there's, another, there's a guy that looks like Stanley Tucci. Is it Tommy Lee Jones? This is going to fucking kill me. Zane, do you mind? Is it John Malkovich? Giving us John your, your Final sweet John Malkovich. Pop, <laughs> and I'll look up Stanley Tucci. Jekyll. Jekyll. When in doubt, don't do what you're told. Exactly not to do. The end. Exactly right. Why on earth does he bring the Ouija board into the house? It wasn't and then a when Ouija it bursts board. into flames, it's like, ah, oh. Paul Giamatti looks like Stanley Tucci. No. Giamatti does <laughs> not. No, he has not. a beard. Yes, one of them has a beard. The other one doesn't. They both have beards. <laughs> the picture I saw. Stanley Tucci both has a beard and doesn't have a beard. Same with Paul Giamatti. It is a known fact about men in general that usually at some point in their life they can grow a beard. <laughs> but then you agree they look exactly the same. No, right? no. New they ball. are completely New different. You have ball. face blindness. <laughs> no, they're the same. You just not notice people's faces. You guys are racist, probably. Oh, this is a racial thing. I can are tell. you getting confused oh, yeah. by the vaguely Italian surnames? They are, aren't they? <laughs> um, sorry, you guys no, do the review. I'm going to do this important Facebook poll. How can you mistake them for each other? They, they, they look nothing alike. Nothing they, alike. Stanley Tucci has a very thin face. Paul Giamatti. Has at, at times been thin they and, and, and like pudgy. They look the same man no, at different they do times not. of his life. They do not. <laughs> they look like completely different people at completely different parts of their lives. Those Very like, easy to discern it's, in any of their work. It's like looking in a big mirror. You know what? If you sprinkled in a little bit of... um. Oh no, John Malkovich. Not John Malkovich. Um, the one that's like a volunteer firefighter as well. He was in Reservoir Dogs as Mr. Pink. Oh, oh Buscemi. Um, Steve, yeah, Steve Buscemi. I reckon you put in some uh, Steve Buscemi and you got uh, you got triplets. Hey, what? <laughs> you think that Paul Giamatti and Steve Buscemi look identical? Because you're wrong. That's just wrong. Set, they look completely different. Set up the poll. I'm doing it now. Set up the poll. Take a look at it yourself and realize immediately how wrong you are. Like on the spectrum of what men can look like, you have Paul Giamatti at one end and Steve Buscemi at the other. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle is Idris Elba. <laughs> what about John Candy? <laughs> Guys, John Candy looks a little more oh, like Paul Giamatti. <laughs> now you're thinking of John Goodman. John. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What was the other the other funny guy that was big and also died? John Belushi? John the Candy. Other one. Chris Farley? Yes. 
Yeah, yeah, they, John yeah Candy same, Chris, same guy. Same yeah. guy, really. John Candy and Chris Farley might be the same guy. Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> He's alive. <laughs> for how long, Sam? Not forever, yeah. I guess. That's right. When the agents come looking for Stanley Tucci, they might accidentally take out Dan Aykroyd. I've just saved three lovely images and my phone does this thing where it just distributes them into random parts of its memory bank. So I can't even find these pictures that I've got. I think your these... brain operates the same way with facial recognition. They are mm. obviously it certainly seems all like... Yeah, those men have the same number of eyes. They must be the same person. They are exactly the same guy. You, you... correlate information in the weirdest way. I make connections that no one else is. I'm like the Sherlock Holmes of people with faces. Yeah, except in an entirely useless way because Stanley... Tucci and Steve Buscemi don't look the same. <laughs> they look pretty similar, guys. They absolutely not do exactly not. the same. <laughs> guys, do your damn review while I'm trying to find pictures. Are we talking about the good or the bad? I have oh, less good. I also have less good. I have both, but I'm really busy finding pictures. Well, by all means, do it on the podcast <laughs> I am. And afterwards. Well, let's let's do let's do the good. I will say this for the good part. Um, the narrative is very organic, also in the way it's edited. Yes. Like it it, mm. it was Agreeable. not scripted at all. They the actors simply had suggestions and suggested um, you know, scenes that they should have and topics that they should talk about, but actual dialogue was left up to them to improvise in the moment, which I think they did yeah, fairly very well. well. The, 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 the performances are, yeah. are what quite they, remarkable. What they did was illegal in Kentucky and at least 20 <laughs> other states. So. And, and the, the narrative by way of editing is very organic. Mm, yeah. um, also, the editing is what lets it down for me because you can, you can play this movie in 10-second increments, skip the next 10 seconds, and you don't miss anything. Yeah. It's not... It's not uh, there's no change in tone. You don't miss any development or anything. You could literally watch half the movie and come out of it in exactly the same. Yeah, uh, as long as you see the last mind. like ten seconds. Pretty, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. Are we talking good or bad? Sorry, I got lost. Good. <laughs> good. Um, I appreciated how well this film conditions you to feel nervous the second the nighttime camera starts in the bedroom. Ah, like do okay. a lively little yeah. build there, but like these little incremental creepy things that happen see, to the I, point that the first yeah. we get to the fourth one or fifth one for me, I'm like. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And I mean, I'm waiting for like some loud noise or jump scare, which doesn't happen as often as I would have thought it did. I thought it mm. would, sorry. So I How many jump scares did you have in this? I had maybe one, one. or two, yeah. Like I, when the, she starts being dragged. No, that the, was fine. It's the throwing Mika at the camera one. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, right, 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 right at the very and end. I think and the, then that weird face. Ah, I think the door slammed at one point too. We watched a different yeah, version. Oh, I see. Oh. Mm. Yeah, the door there slamming. There are two endings to this yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh. The subtle one is better. Yes, correct. Wait, oh, a bit of trivia we missed. Nobody brought it up, but Spielberg was uh, quite influential in, in the film's ending. Spielberg ah. couldn't get all the way through it. Yeah, yeah so ah. he had to watch the second half in the daytime. What oh, a baby. <laughs> so um, I watched the ending where she threw him at the camera and then there yep. was the, the fate. Like yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The alternate ending yeah. is uh, she... Uh, gets up and goes downstairs, starts screaming. Mika wakes up, runs downstairs to see what's going on. Then they both scream and then she comes up kind of covered in blood and sits at the end of the bed rocking back and forth for a day and a half. And then you hear someone come in downstairs, ask where they are. And it's a scream. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a friend. Um, scream, run out of the house and then the police arrive and then the police come up and she attacks yeah. the police and they shoot her. Much better ending. Uh, Much better ending than the weird face at, at, yeah. at camera jump scare ending. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. 
I wasn't listening to then. I was I uploading pictures of the same man. I, I can't remember which. I, I think it was the face that was released in theatres. Yeah. Yes, it was. It definitely was. When I yeah. first saw it in theatres, it was that. But I, I always watch the one with the of course. with the police. I, it's my favourite ending. It's better. Yeah. better. Yeah. I would like to see that. I, I think I'd. If you're going for a thriller, that's yeah. so much more of um, of a of a vague ending where was she crazy or was she genuinely possessed? It sort yeah. of leaves that up to interpretation. Mm. But mm. the the weird demon face, okay, okay, so she was just possessed the whole time and it really was a haunting. Yeah. Okay, done. No mystery yeah. there. Yeah. Mm. Um, another thing I liked about this film was the length. It wasn't <laughs> overly long. It's a yeah, it's a 90, well, again, 90 minute film, yeah. Low budget films, they very rarely go long because yeah. every yeah. every minute of film costs money. Yeah. And not and not just that, you know, stories don't need to be three hours long to no. be told to be told well. Movies should be between ninety minutes and hundred and twenty. That's that's a good length for a story. They don't need to go much longer than that, and they certainly shouldn't be much shorter. Because you, because you need that time to fully tell a, a, a developed yeah. a, um, a, a three act story or at least a two act story. Yeah, something I really liked was the the use of the timing, uh, the timer as or the the clock as a I, I guess as a an indicator of when something's going to happen. Right. Because it's, it's speeding through and you're like, okay, 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 and then it slows down. And you're like, oh god, what's going to happen? <laughs> and so you're trying to watch every part of the screen. At one time to figure yeah. out what are, what's going on, what what, what's going to happen, yeah. like and then and then it is yeah. it just takes one little like shifting of a door, and you're like, oh my god, <laughs> that's what's happening, <laughs> or like the slight shadow, like yeah. passed on the door, yeah. like if you're not looking at that part, if you're looking at where like Micah Mika is sleeping, you're mm. gonna miss that part, yeah, and yeah. like yeah, I, I brilliant. I found myself waiting for a spot, which I, I must imagine is from one of the sequels because I had thought it was in this one where like the house will shake at one point and some dust will settle off the ceiling oh, right. and it drops down and it lands on something like yeah, two meters Yeah, I'm pretty sure up. that's the second Yeah, because I was waiting for that the entire time. So like when they came to the shadow one, I had to go back and be like, did I miss what happened? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I was looking like not too far away, but I was waiting for a different spot altogether. Yeah. So good on them for making me remember bad things. <laughs> the the um the the timer which which you like I actually found that quite boring. To for for it to speed through and then when it slows down that tell okay so expect something to happen. Yeah. I didn't like that. I I felt it a really interesting way of heightening the tension of the scene. Mm. Um because the I mean the whole the thing I I really like about this movie is the use of the convention of the found footage yeah. to set the scene without ever having like you never you never get told specifically like why they're in the house so often or you never get told specifically like what she's doing like these people are just just literally slice of life yeah and it's really voyeuristic the whole thing um which is different to a regular horror movie where you have like setting and then okay something weird happens and yeah. and i think that uh that artifact of the timer on the camera really kind of brings it into that the found footage realm. Okay, so if it, take it on face value that it's legitimately found footage and it's been spliced together to make a movie, obviously only the interesting bits are going to be included in the movie. Yeah. You're not going to have four hours of them lying in bed and just that being played yeah, out yeah. In, in real time. Of course it's going to be cut 
to show just the interesting bits. So to to have that um, to have it explicitly said, okay, right now is when you need to pay attention because something is about to happen. I don't know, that's a little bit contrived, isn't it? Maybe, well, it, maybe but that's it, but just it also me. goes to show that like this. I, I know it's achieved by trickery, but it is like yeah. This room has been this same way for four hours. So yeah. you, there's none. We haven't like just cut in to see the door move. It's is like so you've been watching this room for four hours, and then suddenly something happens at this same time every night. The I, okay, I, I I get that. The tension was completely lost whenever whenever the clock um, was up because you 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 were told by the film to expect something to happen. Yeah, but the. Um, the one instance that I did, or the couple that I did like where that was used, was when she's standing, um, when when when, when yeah. she gets up and stands next to him, and then she's standing there rocking back and forth for two hours. That and was that's an the other justification. U- that was an effective use because of when it. they do that and something is weird, yeah. you're like, and that, at the very end, well, in in my ending, at the very end when it goes on for over a day, yeah. and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, and that 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 is that's kind of the setting up of this trope to pay off yeah. towards yeah. the end of the movie. That I will say was, yeah. a, was a good use of it, yeah. Wait, one of my like, creepiest moments was honestly just the door moving. And I liked it because it was such a, a, a common thing that you could just have happen like through wind in your own home. It's like, like it, it wasn't- Yeah, it's creepy because it could legitimately happen yeah. to you. Yeah. And it was like, it's not like, yeah, okay. Once again, I pulled my example from number two or whatever when like, you know, the house shakes and you see dust fall onto a shoulder that's not there. <laughs> really cool shot. But a little bit less realistic than what I need to keep me invested in thinking it's real. Well, the yeah. inspiration for the film is the the director was at home, and then a box of laundry detergent that was somewhere, <laughs> though apparently not close enough to just and it kind couldn't of have possibly fall. fallen on its own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just moved and fell. You joke. I to the supermarket that I work at. A lot of the night staff genuinely believe the store is haunted. No. Yes. Um, because things will fall <laughs> off shelves, but like they'll fall off shelves. And when okay. they get there, they might be like six meters down the um, aisle from where they should have been stacked and stuff. And a lot of them are <laughs> genuinely convinced that it does. So it's but because it's not possible when you're stacking 14,000 shelves that you could potentially put one product six meters away from where it's supposed to be. I'm just, accidentally. I'm just saying people believe No, it's got to be things. a demon. It's it gotta, must be a ghost. It must be a ghost, a demon, a poltergeist, or a lost puppy. <laughs> but, yeah, um, but people like, like my wife is a firm believer in ghosts. Like right. she is so happy to be like, Oh, this happened. We must be. This might be this. Like for me, hey, weird shit happens. I'm not going to label it, but oh. yeah, it, people. Oh, I don't know. It's just really easy. To my parent, my mother, and my sister, and my father, all believe in these kinds of things. Really? And I'm not sure. Like my dad is literally was born in Italy and moved over here, and I yeah. know my family on that side is particularly superstitious. <laughs> and a lot of them, like it's weird. Me, I like to consider myself more scientific than most <laughs> in, in my family, but like they're really into the occult like that and it's always been this strange foreign thing for me it's seductive because it's easy it's really yes. easy to explain you know keys that you know we're on the middle of a bench are suddenly on the floor it's really easy to say oh well somebody that, that mm. you know that isn't us must have swiped them off it couldn't possibly have happened when i was you know moving some shopping and i you know, brushed the keys off but i didn't hear it because it was being masked by somebody slamming something somewhere you know that stuff is is really easy to explain with something paranormal doing yep. the work, but that doesn't. 
Oh, okay. I've been... mean, it's right. It takes such yeah. a leap of faith to to convince yourself that that's the most legitimate explanation for what happened. I've been in one of our old houses, sitting in the living room with my wife. We lived alone, and the kitchen light will just turn on while we're in a different room. Like we'll and it will like we're watching TV, <laughs> okay. and um, Jess is obviously on the you know that thing. I'm like, oh, we're in an old house. Could a possum have walked over the pallet? I, no, I have no idea how technology works. But no, it must be a demon. And for this demon to exist, there must you know be this entire new universe that yeah, and <laughs> that I, exists beyond our perception. I'm not saying it's not a ghost. I'm saying I don't fucking know. But a ghost wasn't my first thought. I'm saying it was let's call, an, let's call an electrician in the morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We don't want to accidentally turn on the blender when we're fishing out the peanut butter from the bottom mm. of the. But I will say it's fun. It's a fun thought to have. I, w- I hope. I wish they were right because. Is it, what if- is it a fun <laughs> thought to have? <laughs> okay. I, there's a possibility of a demon just deciding to pick you and then killing you because it gives <laughs> some reassurance that there is life after, whether it's bad or not. At least it gives you an Seb, answer. Seb, can we just acknowledge <laughs> that? If there is the Christian afterlife, very few of people at this table are going to end up in the good place. <laughs> oh, I'm well aware. I'm, I'm just I how you believe, but yeah, sure. Catholic. I- Let's go Catholic doctrine. <laughs> I'm doomed several times over. <laughs> what? But yeah, no, I didn't say it's all happy, but it it does answer a question that. No one can answer for sure. I've got my personal theory, but you know, it's a, once again, it's easy. If and that's a theory. No, if, if if God is Catholic, just repent and have some fish. You'll be fine. Some delicious. Repent and have some fish. You'll be fine. It works for works for priests for centuries. Then it's worked, it's worked for the popes. A pool of children's tears. And yeah. Yep. No, you're take rep- a bath in it. You must repent after that. <laughs> also, can we get that t-shirts made that just says "Repent and have some fish"? <laughs> like that feels very marketable. Uh, do you guys want to move on to the negatives? Sure. Uh, one one quick point I just wanted to make. the It's not an interesting film visually, cinematographically. I wish I I didn't explain how Mika is a professional camera operator <laughs> due to his use of the manual focus. My my point is is that the the story is genuinely engaging. Like the way it's edited, it does tell a story that feels very real. That's its mm. that's its uh, sort of clawing in of, of of your attention and so because the story is so good it's really easy to forgive the clumsy camera work mm. which then just becomes a, a a natural part of the story yeah oh did we touch on the fact that it was mostly improvised as well yes yeah, yeah. good now <laughs> i think i think it was during your steve buscemi bits yeah <laughs> i put the poll up with no context it's not even a poll it's just me ranting about how they look the same look at those pictures side by side i'm looking at them in a pyramid like all three of them at once, and I'm just seeing the same man pyramid Seb, himself. No, it is three different people. They are three exact. Look at this. Three dis. They are exactly the same. No way are any of them similar. Stanley Tucci is pulling a face, and he doesn't look like Steve Buscemi. They- You're right. This is the perfect film. <laughs> Shall we go into final judgments? No, we haven't we done haven't bad. Done oh, have we not done bad? I thought we were done and we could talk about Steve Buscemi for a bit. <laughs> I apologize. I side railed us. <laughs> the bad. I actually don't have that much to say. This film was very lean and all the stuff they did, I thought they did pretty well. Like I 
bought into most of the spooks. So I don't really have much negative to say except for learn how to say your own name. So, <laughs> and also, yeah, Catty. Yeah, <laughs> what an <a> idiot. <laughs> Actually, Catty and Mika would have been a really like a better sounding couple because like, oh, they're both stupid. <laughs> I get it. Found footage. Paranormal Activity was one of the first films, you know, in that in that first club of films to do it this way. It always feels contrived. It always feels it's like reality TV. You know, it's not real. Mm. You know, as as much as you uh, could believe it because of the way the story is being told, you know, it's not. You should watch Shane Dawson's uh, <laughs> Jake Paul experience. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's it, it, it's just always in the back of my mind when I'm watching these films that. It's it's a ploy to it's a, it's a, it's a marketing ploy to do it as to do it as found footage. Oh yeah, that's uh-huh. the only reason to do it. There's no story reason why that why that should be the case. Correct. It's 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 purely a marketing gimmick. Oh yeah, and I and I know I'm being sold at. I know I'm being advertised to. Um, <laughs> sorry, Zane just attacked me on the Stanley Tucci thread, and right he is to do so. No, during <laughs> our recording of the po- wow, thank. What? You're welcome. <laughs> I just thought uh, that I would once and for all get this out of everyone's mind. <laughs> Fair. Um, so you've seen the film, yeah? Yes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. It's just, it. like Andrew was saying, like it's it's found footage, quote, found footage. It just, like, it was too... It was too scripted, even though it wasn't scripted, to mm. be realistic enough to make me feel like, yes, this is actually real. Yeah, yeah. So like, there was. I don't think at at one point ever I actually believed that this could be real found footage. <laughs> actually, <laughs> like, I do have a problem, kind of story wise. Oh right, here with this movie. Okay. Yeah, with <laughs> Katie's character when she slowly becomes Katie's, like, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Katie's character. <laughs> When she slowly becomes like possessed and all that, I actually mm. don't love that take. I liked when they were being like hounded by this thing and like haunted by it or whatever, and having the fear. But that part where she becomes really like withdrawn and pretty much taken by that point, I found that development to be quite boring. I liked the idea well, of like it was standing at the end of the bed and then walking downstairs. That stuff's fine. It's the- just like when she's like catatonic for a day and stuff, and yeah, and she's just like no longer scared, and she's like, no, we'll just stay. It's fine, you know. That stuff I liked when they were like terrified, but like when she became that that, that mm. bit of a character flip for me, her character became instantly less interesting for me because it felt like okay, game's over. Well, that's the thing. I think the escalation towards the end takes it away from this new kind of movie that we had never seen before, which is the beginning of Paranormal Activity. This found footage, very low stakes, so these tiny things mean so much more because it is. It's literally normal life, normal people, and then something tiny out of the happens, and then towards the end it turns into more of a like high stakes possession film. Mm, yeah, and that change of tone wasn't managed very well. I think the the change either happened very too either either happened too quickly without enough hints and build up beforehand, um, which I think might have taken away from the beginning of the film. Or it was the wrong direction to take the story. So yeah, that that, that that's, honestly that's my one critique: the the pacing of that escalation towards the end. Yep. Is is there a lot of material in the deleted scenes? Do you know of? I haven't watched many of them. Okay, I would I imagine so. Though. Okay, 
any of them. I wanted the demonologist to show up. I liked the yeah. I liked the psychic. <laughs> was, he was, was a good a, actor. It was a nice lure, yeah. <laughs> when he came back and it was <clears throat> he literally stepped into the house and was like, Nope, I gotta go right now. That <laughs> that literally felt like the direction was you need to go into the house, take a moment, and then like leave like as quickly as you can. <laughs> and like he was like, Yep, I'm in, I've gotta go. Goodbye. Like it just it that that scene didn't work for me. The other two, like saying, no, 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 you're like, you've got to stay. You've got to help us. Like that was all right. Mm. But like, that was the only point where I didn't like that character. Like the, the first time when he was there and it was like, oh yeah, like having a look around and shit. Like I was like, oh yeah, this, you know. He was, was interesting. He was, yeah, like, he was, he was laying out the, the, the lore, lore a little bit yeah. of, of how this thing works and why you yeah. should be afraid of it. If it, if it genuinely is real. Like, yeah. Nope. This is really bad. You really need the demonologist, but he won't be back for a couple of days, so good luck. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I think that scene is also part of the, the how many times they had to reiterate, you can't leave, it will yeah. follow you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, because, of course, whenever you're watching horror movies, like, just get out. Just don't stay there. <laughs> yeah. Just stop being where you are. Um, but like they say it so many times during the movie, I'm like, okay, I got it the yep. third time. It's latched onto yeah. you. Yeah. You cannot <laughs> escape it. Let's run with it. I, yeah. I appreciate just getting him back in because things have escalated and it at least there's a logical step. Yes. If this other guy can't come, this first guy had information, get him back in. It seems like a waste of a scene because he literally shows up to be like, I can change nothing here. <laughs> but it kind of yeah. lent in for me like the realism, like we have one contact who has half an idea of what's going on. Let's get him back. And so, he's freaked out now. Yeah, he's, he's like, nope. He's out of the picture. Yeah. yeah. Uh, recommendations? Yay, nay? Or are we going any more notes to touch on? No, we can keep going. Oh, I, I had a little bit of criticism of uh, Mika, who is very dismissive of the demonologist and then immediately goes on to read an entire book about demonology yeah. and starts to <laughs> reference things and look into it himself. But honestly, I think that ties into his character what little we find of his character like he's a day trader but then he's gone out and he's bought this he's overindulged on this camera and learned how to work it and then so he does his research and he he doesn't trust the experts he goes and learns for himself so i think but he's not skeptical he's dismissive and there's a difference between those but i think it's because someone else is telling him and he isn't coming up okay possibly i think that's that's definitely something that you see him do to to um what's her name katie katie yeah yeah Throughout the movie is yeah. like, no, 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 no. Don't worry. I'll figure it out. Yeah. And that's him the whole time. That's true. Yeah. He's, he's, he's very overconfident. Right. Solid character. I will give it that. It was, it was a minor point. I just, yeah. it just niggled at me. That, well, um, it is. That that's, because he, that that's how he acted. He's yeah. acting like a real yeah. person. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, then yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like yeah. a real person in this situation, you're doing a, a ridiculous thing. <laughs> like, where, but we have the opportunity of looking in and having an idea of what is going on and going just like, just don't be stupid, please. <laughs> mm. But I know better. Yeah. Uh, and the Ouija board lighting on fire was kind of expected, sort of thing. Like yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't. A, it wasn't stupid, but it also wasn't anything clever or new. I would like, say I did not expect it the first time I watched it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. The thing. Yeah. What do y'all think? You want to <laughs> tell people to see this or tell them do not do this thing. Do something different. First time I saw it, I wasn't bored by it. Um, but it didn't leave me, you know, being being scared out of my mind like so many other people uh, did from, from the experience. But it's a solid it's a solid film. It keeps the tension going through the through the whole film. 
it is, Especially it is, it is tense. Yeah. $10,000. Yo. <laughs> like, yeah. What I'm saying is that it's consistent and it maintains a tone, which is difficult to do at the best of times. Mm. And I applaud it for that. It was, it was entertaining watching it a second time, as I'm sure it will be a third and fourth. But I think from now on, it's not something I would ever watch alone. It would only ever be in the company of other people to be entertained by it. That's funny because I would watch this movie exclusively alone. Oh, I, I, it genuinely creeped me out, but like in a fun way. Like I was having because I wasn't so much bored about there to be like jump scares or right. a lot of gore or anything. I was able to just get into it. I was I ended up watching it on my phone. Like I had a, so I was using the smallest screen in the house, but I was <laughs> laying in bed watching it. And even then I just felt fully immersed by it. And okay. I think having anyone around me, you know, having a couple of beers or whatever, I think for me it would lose what this film does properly, which is makes you feel isolated because you're watching a small room in a house and these people are, you know, they're asleep and they're contained and this weird thing is intruding on them. So, yeah, I'm easily behind this film. I had a lot more fun with it than I thought I would the second time around. And once, yeah, like I said, I'm kind of interested to see the other ones to see if there's <laughs> any more fun to be had. It's a different kind of fun. So don't go into the others expecting to have the same kind of creep factor mm. because, again, they they lean, they start to lean much harder on the second half or let's say the third act of this film where it gets much more supernaturally um, and less towards the first one. <laughs> I say what this movie really demonstrates is the power of found footage to mess with your suspension of disbelief because everything is so in inverted commas, real. Like this is all just a person with a camera. We've all made films on our phone. We've yep. all, we all have this experience in our life and then to make it into a horror movie rather than something like what we're going to be talking about, like Chronicle or whatever, mm. and make it all with practical effects again or very lo-fi, I think this movie really does show what found footage is capable of in terms of setting a scene where you can literally put yourself in the movie. And that's when it's so creepy. Like this is one of the only movies that can give me moments of like creeped out. Yeah. The conjuring sinister, all those movies have moments where they're like, Oh, that's creepy. But like, this is where like, Oh, maybe I should turn a light on sort of <laughs> sort of moments. Right. Like I don't, but still it's like, mm, this is creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but when uh, you, hear, you hear a noise in the background and you do a double take and then <laughs> dismiss it, but for that moment you, you, this you thought, is why well, you don't maybe. have a black cat who can <laughs> jump out of shadows at you. Uh, so this is a definite recommend for me. This is a movie I keep going back to. I'm not a huge fan of the rest of the series. Um but I will say this series holds up more for me than the Saw series does. Right. So I think they they keep it real enough that and they keep kind of twisting the narrative. So whenever one movie thinks that they've got a hold on what's actually happening, the next movie will twist it back another way. So it's, it kind of keeps things fresh enough. Right. So I don't recommend the whole series, but Paranormal Activity I really I really enjoy just for what it does with what it is. You don't yeah. need millions to tell a good story. Yeah. Alex? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've definitely watched this more than once, um, but if you haven't seen it yet, do watch it. Um, it'll be worth it just just to watch it once, especially if you like this sort of genre. At least to understand the memes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are memes? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> oh, there's some fresh new memes for me? No? <laughs> yeah, so do it. 
Right, who's fighting? Hmm. Michael. Now they're up against uh, the Renfield of the last movie. Oh, that's, yes, that's right. The Hakar. henchman, the ghoul. Yes. I'm gonna put him. I'm, I'm gonna put uh, the psychic played by what Frederick, is wrong Mark with Frederick. you? <laughs> what do you mean? What is wrong with Pick me? Pick the demon. He's keeping it I'm fresh. Absolutely not picking the demon because in the version that I watched, she was just crazy. <laughs> Was she? Now we're gonna watch two guys just try and beat each other. Well, definitely Renfield Who wins? is winning. No, Who wins in a battle of two normal guys? Dutch rudder, Swiss Swiss rudder. Um, oh, yeah. I would go with the psychic from this one because out of both characters, he does. He's they're both in dangerous situations, and he doesn't die in his movie, so he's a survivor. It also doesn't kill many people. To be fair, this guy pretty much kills himself, so I don't think the psychic needs to do anything. If he's, <laughs> he just if needs he's, to wait for the guy to acid himself. If he's a genuine psychic, he'll be able to, you know, miss the miss the encounter altogether. <laughs> he'll he'll know whatever whatever day and whatever whatever park he's meant to be in to have this confrontation. He'll 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 just skip. He'll just have a late breakfast and then. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. he's not a psychic. He's not a clairvoyant. He's a he's a medium, isn't he? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so he so he gets the so he ha- the he feels. Puts, yeah. yeah. He puts them in contact with like a demonologist or whatever wank. Oh, that, so he has about. a network, a, a ready-made <laughs> network. Oi, oi, Doctor Van Helsing. <laughs> yeah. Meet me at this place. Um, I'm going the psychic, honestly, because the Renfield character's gonna acid his own face anyway. Like he has he has a ticking time bomb that is himself to go with. So I reckon the psychic guy just needs to literally wait him out. That's true, and he doesn't really have a good reason to hunt him, other than you know catching him out, you know just just walking in the dark or something as a as a victim for his for yeah. his uh, master. But if we know anything about my psychic character, it's that he's not famous for his long night walks in Sweden, <laughs> so he's fine. <laughs> That's true. He's nicely dressed. He's going to be careful. He's going to be one of those frady cat, you know, intellectuals who you know never never walks alone at night. And he was drinking some uh, chilled water in his first scene, which Ooh. I'm pretty sure the the Swiss guy will be like, "Oh, it's so cold. That's too much for me." Oh no, uh, he probably exercises. He's probably a jogger. He could he could outrun her car. That's true. He whenever was, he came after, he was drinking but her water car and also, coke. Well, well, just lay in wait. He could I mean, lay in wait. But what he does, yeah. But <laughs> if he waits too long, he'll acid his own face because he has a ticking time bomb in his brain. Of stupidity. But if he's going to get caught, <laughs> he's going to get caught by the psychic. That's what he but, does. But Hakar is not a hunter. He's also. A, what he, happened to the battle dome? They're in the battle dome. They're in the battle dome. And who is he going to get caught by? <laughs> uh, spectators. Actually, <laughs> spectators is an issue. This guy doesn't kill in public. It's his whole thing. <laughs> yeah. The psychic also doesn't kill. He doesn't. That's need to. his whole thing. Because old Mabel asked himself, <laughs> "This is just going to be. He's going to. He's going to win because the other guy's going to lose." No, I'm 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 with you on that because Hikar is prepared to um to commit seppuku yeah. essentially because he's failed his master. The second something goes wrong, he's going to he's going to take himself out of the picture. I get. I, I, I I'm not I'm not particularly invested in this fight, but I just really want to point out that you're using the exact opposite logic to yep. last week. Of course, week yeah, to, yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yep. as long as we're acknowledging it. Well, we did it when we took out the bubble door. Backwards logic. So, Alex, what do you reckon? Sure. <laughs> so the psychic, the unnamed psychic, is our victor. Yep. Played by Mark Frederick. So we can just call him Mark. Psychic Mark. Mark, Mark wins. He doesn't need to be victor. 
Well, thank you very much for listening to our show here today. There's a few ways that you can get in contact with us and support the show if you are interested. We can first be found on Facebook slash or .com slash second take, I would assume. Uh, from there, if you're interested, we do have a link on our main page to our merch store. You can get some shirts with my face on it. It's pretty good. Uh, there are also other things you can do. Like our website, which is www.secondtakepodcast.com or .com, however you want to say it. If you don't like the traditional way of using the internet, you can find us through Twitter at Second Take TNC. And if you want to give us your money, all of it, just give it to us. Patreon.com forward slash Second Take. And that's a thing that we all did in one take. Good job, team. Thumbs up. Yeah. Can't wait to listen to this every week every for another million years. Week. Yeah. Years. Well, I've yeah. been Alex. I've been Andy. I've been here. Me too. My name is Sebastian. <laughs> and I'm Zane. The end. <laughs>